Oh my god We're back You guys know what time it is It's the motherfucking podcast And guess what Today we're doing Bojack Horseman How are y'all not hype This shit's about to be dope Let's get it Talking Normies Podcast Hey. And also today we're gonna be loud as fuck Because it's a gang of us and you know how the normies get So across from me we got the motherfucking homie Whoop whoop Mickey Oh yeah Yes, indeedy. Over here, we've got your queen runner. Oh my god! Uh, sitting, <laughs> sitting, Ketty corner. We got Marketa. Oh. Ketty corner. And what about back here at the back of the table? Uh, you can be hearing me on your left channel, probably. This is Surge right here, yo. Oh shit! Mr. Peanut Butter in the hat. Mickey, can you watch your head? Make sure you're not blocking Runa and Marketa. Or, uh, that's that's what, what I was. I can see. I'm watching. Mickey, oh, lean back. Just sit back. Sit back a little bit. All right. And right here, we got. I'm nobody today. Damn, that's some Arya shit right there, son. That don't make no sense. Now, guys, as you know, as you all know, BoJack Horseman is a very important show because, one, it's fucking awesome. Two, it's weird as shit. And three, nobody saw it coming. So there's going to be a lot of questions, a lot of discussion. And then for this one, instead of being like, let's ask a question, let's answer a question, I think it's going to be kind of more of an open-air discussion because, for me, this is really season two of the podcast. You know, we had 12 episodes. This is episode 13. Hey. So technically, hey. I feel like we're in season Congratulations. two. Congratulations. It's like season two. Kind of. This is like quarter two of 2019. It also is quarter two of 2019. Yeah, we're live. Yeah, we're live. You sure? Yeah, we are live. We good? Are we live? Full house today, nice. Somebody said full house. I'm gonna say we're live. There we go. With that being said, my very first topic is this: How long did it take y'all to get over to like the whole animals thing? Because I think in episode one, it's like one everybody's animals, and in two, Bojack like sleeps with a lady who is like a regular lady person. So like, you kind of got to get over the humps of is this bestiality? Is this weird? But then I think, like, how long did it take? Like, how long did it take you to get to that point? Hey, Mickey honestly, had his hand up first. Honestly, I know, I watched him. Honestly, not very long. Like, uh, the first episode was weird. I think by, like, episode two or three, once they cracked, like, the animal jokes, and I, 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 I saw, like, the meta humor, and I was like, okay, all right, I get it. For I know for me and Nahid, I'm not, I'm not going to speak on his behalf, but, like, for Nahid and I, I don't know, for me, it took a while. I, I don't know why I found it weird. Because it wasn't weird. It's like in an animated show, anything could happen, anything can go kind of thing. But it took me maybe halfway through the season to actually get over the hump and accept it. Yeah, nice. There we go. There we go. Mickey, I'm sorry. You're going to you're gonna have to come to your microphone. Otherwise, we can't see Ron and Marquetta's face. So when Mickey's talking, y'all can't talk. All right. Marquetta, did it take you a minute? I guess we're going around the table. Let's please watch the crosstalk. So it didn't really take me that long because I've been. Um, I actually haven't watched this the ent- all of BoJack until season five came out. Then I just binged everything. So I did know what the show was kind of about, and I've seen pictures and I've seen Chris watching it in the background when I was doing something else. So I was familiar with the things. Nice. And I don't know. It is just part of the story. It carries it on. So. So you were watching it, uh, you saw me watching it, and you were doing something different in the background. Everybody right now, please get the chance to tell Marquetta that she should listen to me when I give her recommendations for shit to watch because Uh, I got the best fucking recommendations. Marquetta, don't listen to Chris. Listen to me. I watched it in the end. What about you, Sadachicha? So uh, Mickey actually introduced me to the show a while back when we were at the apartment. and um, I already was would always skim by it and notice the whole animal thing. Sorry, I'm only coming out of one channel again, guys. It's It's this different microphone. But yeah, I uh, I already kind of knew what to expect, and I was that's why I would always skip the shows. I'm like, eh, this is weird. I don't know. It was like animals, people. I don't know if I'd be into it. But yeah. when I watched it, it was it was negligible for me. I think it was more so for Nahid and Runner harder to get through because I, I just like started them on the show like with barely any preface of what it was about or anything. So yeah, it was probably way more jarring to just jump right into it. It was really fun to watch them, though, like, on the reactions, like, just being confused. Because I think I edited, like, maybe the first two or three of them, and I was just, like, the heat's mind. It's like, boy, he's like, what the fuck? Yeah, because for, for me and Serge, we had been uh, watching the show for a while. So, like, when, when they started struggling with the animal thing, it was, that wasn't the thing. It makes sense that they got hung up on it, but that wasn't the thing that I expected anyone yeah. to get hung up on. So, it was funny to watch your guys' reactions. So, Nahid, what about you, man? 
Um, I'll be honest, man. It, it, it took me a little bit past season. Nahid, you are talking at the side well, of your microphone. Yeah, walking okay. to, no. hey, you can't hear me. No, 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 this no, is no, the no. front. It's literally. Oh. <laughs> Motherfucker, hold up. I got this shit. <laughs> there we go. Okay. That's better. So I'll be honest, man. It took me like probably into like, into like season two to like really kind of get over it. Because I was still like in the season one like, yo, this is fucking weird. But um, I think when like the problems that the, each of the characters were having, ha- having became more apparent and more human... That's when I started to like be able to brush off the fact that they were animals, because like the issues they were having were human issues and and very very complicated human issues. Yeah. And like when those started to come up front, that's when I got to like kind of like brush off that okay, they're fucking animals. It's just a thing we have to deal with. Yeah. And he, will you will you slide back right around here? Otherwise, the Ooh. microphone eclipses your face so much. Can, can I say go. something to that after you've uh, you've said yours? Yeah. What do you mean, Sam? My mine was like episode one. I was like, oh, because you guys remember Mr. Ed? Does anybody know who Mr. Ed was? Mm-hmm. Mr. Ed was a TV show with a talking horse from the fifties. So like they would put peanut butter in a horse's mouth, and the horse would eat the peanut butter, and then some dude would just be like, oh, my name's Mr. Ed. <laughs> so like I was like, oh, it's like if Mr. Ed. Was it's like Mr. Ed's fucking life. So like I, I saw it and immediately was in. I wonder if there's any correlation there. I mean, talking horse, talking know, horse, maybe. Mr. Peanut Butter. Like, <laughs> oh shit, yeah. <laughs> the peanut, it, there's levels to this shit. But like, Mr. Uh, Ed was a show in the same vein of like Leave It to Beaver or like um, what's the one when they run around Mulberry with the bullshit guns? Fucking anyway, you know the point. And so like, I, I was already prepared for it. I was already inundated in the fact that a talking animal did exist on TV, and this just kind of seemed like his life. Outside of TV, yeah. which I thought was a cool concept, and then turns out it was funny as fuck and deep as fuck, and just like the animals re- rely themselves to visual jokes that are like so impressive, yeah, and like the stupid punny ass jokes that like me and you fucking love. So yeah. like, just all that <laughs> shit would have me like all of it. And, and season one is uh, it was great. Obviously, not the the best season because the show like finds its footing more and more every season. But like when it gets like super dark and it just hits you with like some extremely real shit. That's when I kind of understood the whole thing because they, the show gets so real and so dark that they need to pull back from that into something just completely silly. Otherwise, yeah. this would be a hard to watch show. Like, oh yeah, like if they yeah. were if they were real people, like if BoJack was a real human person, yeah. you would absolutely hate him by the time no season one would five was watching around. this show. Yeah, this is just a depressing show. Yeah. I mean, actually, I don't know. There, you could be argued that it would be really good live action too if it was. Nah, it'd be it, dude. They get. Dark. I think. I think with how dark the show does get, that everybody being animals kind of helps lighten that load on you. I exactly. think that it's it's like it's a nice mix. It's like you're getting your serious shit with your with your sweet shit at the same time, you know. Yeah, yeah. I agree with Mickey because like the story it does get dark, and those issues are issues you do see see in real life. Everything from you know abortion to whatever, and in, to put it in a real show is like kind of hard to watch. But putting in an animated series like this and still being so truthful about it, yeah. it was a, it was just like an easier blow, it's, kinda. It's, but you saw our faces. I mean, especially when like some of the issues. Like, I mean, from the missions I can definitely relate to, and it's just like almost like it's it's so fucking dark. You're just like, oh shit! Like, I, I've never seen a show like I've seen shows handle the issues that BoJack handles like multiple times, but I've never seen a show handle it like BoJack handles. Yeah, it. Yeah. like yeah. It, they're just in your fucking face about it. Because it, the, sorry, yeah, because it, it, it knows when to be serious and like fucking just hammer in the pain. They like stab that point right into you, and then it knows when to like, hey. Let's 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 like put a little bit of band-aid on there just to make you feel just a little bit better, you know? The animation all makes it ten times easier. Which you got search? I will also say that it, it took me until like a handful of season one episodes to really get what the show was about. And I think the show really didn't find its footing until that point too. Mm-hmm. Although if you go back and watch it from episode one, it's still as every bit as genius as, as the rest yeah. of the show. It's just maybe it was just me. It took a while to get into it. But my favorite part about the show is not only just those, those emotional gut punches, but like as the show progresses on, you notice that it's not just Bojack who has this heavy burden of, you know, all this shit that he's been through. It's basically I have almost every character yeah. in in this last season more so Mr. P Mr. Peanut Butter got highlighted. Yeah, and don't worry, because boy, I got some questions about yeah, that motherfucking yeah. shit. And Diane has flaws, Carolyn yeah. has flaws. So yeah. it not it, it becomes not just about Bojack Horseman, but like everybody in his life and just that whole Hollywood underbelly celebrity fame. It's yeah. Mahi, do you need great. help? No, I'm good. I got um, it. it 
Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just, we relate to it hardcore too in like one of those episodes where he's like, the show must go on. Like you said, until they scoop every little dr- like ounce of like energy yeah. out of you, the show must go on. And it's like, what's, <laughs> fucking react on that couch, damn it. Doesn't no matter. matter what. If you guys saw how we were five seconds before we say hello, you'd be like, this is a fucking, it's just like, a, it's a zoo. It's an absolute hey, we're, zoo. Hey, we're dysfunctionally together. <laughs> so, um. <laughs> but like, but Chelsea said, you know, we do, Chelsea, you are, and hi Chelsea, we watch a lot of dark shows, that is correct. But when it comes to like an animated like BoJack or South Park or whatever, I just feel like there's a they can just like hit at you a little harder with it because they know it's not like we're using not we're not using real people yeah, or something. Yeah. They can do things that are like not acceptable. Like for example, like last like season of South Park, every episode had a school shooting in it. Like South Park oh can like God, actually yeah. get away with that, you know? Just to hit on the point, like school shootings are like a yeah, dime a dozen. Like, I swear, if, yeah. you do, if you do it on a real like live action show, like it's you still can do it, but like it, it people are getting like take it like more hard or like oh my god. It, it wouldn't work as well. I don't know if this is the right term to describe it but there's something called the uncanny valley yeah and um yeah if you use real people even if it was an animation like you said if it was real people it would be so much harder to digest because a lot of when they pull back to a lot of those jokes it just wouldn't work yeah it would not work so we're about to move on to the next question the next little topic here while we're getting at that i do want to let you guys know that we're going to try to do some calls later i know that calls kind of get a little bit nebulous and a little bit iffy especially when we don't have the homie dustin in here helping us but we're going to do our best to talk with you about this phenomenal show. The, so, the homie Dustin's out. It's phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, there's, where's he going to sit? There's no there's, room, there's in, no room and, in here. And we're also like one of the only people like reacting to it, right? Yeah, more people need to watch the show. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah like, man, Obviously, like, you follow other reaction channels. Please get them to watch this show. This is like such an underrated show. I it's, can't a, believe yeah. it's a fucking masterpiece. And when I was just about to say, because I said this with, um, holy shit, uh, shout outs to. Him. Himashu, sing. Himashu. I don't know what kind of currency that is, but we got 40 of them. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Uh, rupees. 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 40 rupees. Yeah. Oh, like and in Zelda. And he told us to watch Megalobox. We won't regret it. Nice. Well, check that out. All right. What I was going to say is that uh, Bojack is also one of those shows that is immensely deep. It is like, it's. we're just going to be on the surface today, but like, we could do 12 Bojack podcasts. Oh, I'm so sorry. Shout outs to. I'm so sorry. We could do like 12 Bojack podcasts and they would just get deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. So with that being said, my question for you guys is how do you feel about Bojack? Is he a redeemable character or no? Oh, so like, I'm not gonna lie, man. I see a lot of myself in Bojack. Same here. Same here. I, I, I yeah. really, really Same do. Here. Just like the darkness, the feeling of consistently just like fucking yourself up. Yes. Just to like, just, just to, not feel shit like I know what that shit's like man and like I mean I, I've done some shit not as crazy as fucking Bojack that I like truthfully wish like I, yeah man and I know what it's like and I would I don't say I've been redeemed myself yet to where I am you know what I've accepted who I am and what I've become and I, I feel like everybody deserves that as long as they haven't like I don't know, like, fucking killed somebody, done some kind of, like, mass murder or some shit like that, you know what I mean? But he has done a lot of unspeakable things, and, um, like, especially with, uh, uh, what do you call it again? I forget, I forget her uh, name. Penny? Penny. Yeah. Especially with Penny, man, that's... The Penny that, shit was rough. That's one of those things that I feel, in, in my book, is, is pretty, pretty unforgivable, you know what I mean? Because it's like, yeah. you're going, it's like, because you're being a predator at that point, you feel me? Like, because the Penny's... I mean, but in the legal realm, in the, he's, in the, it was in the, all in legal. The regal, in the legal realm, yeah, in the legal realm. And that's where it's like the the, the part that we have to like kind of figure out. Just because it's legal, is it right? You know? That is. See? You is know? That the, it's, it, it's, that, it's that whole thing, you know? So like, I guess if Bojack wants to use that crutch, he can use that crutch. But like, he isn't. And like, it is really affecting him. So like, the fact that it affects him, he realized that he's a monster. And yeah. are, you be, are you able to be redeemable after being that? I don't know. So you're going to say that right here, right now, in front of the whole entire world, that if you're 50 and you have the chance to sleep with an 18-year-old and you're single, you're just not going to go for it. It's oh, not for you. I mean, I, I think it's kind of fucked up. I think I think there's like a huge Look at Serge's face. <laughs> Serge, I, I'm kind of there with I you. Like, I don't know. I don't. Like, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. The you thing, know. But the thing. But the thing with like. Okay. I feel like there's not if you for friends with her mom. Yeah. No, yeah, no. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, there, there you go. go. That's the difference. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 no,
I think the bigger <laughs> the bigger thing behind it is is that she was like 17 and like literally fresh out of high school, bro. Like in high school and shit. You know what I mean? I'm sorry, man. If I'm 15, I'm trying to bone a high schooler. I need to fucking check myself. Oh yeah, no, I'm, I'm not myself. saying that you're not in a realm of you're all fucked up. I'm just saying that. But if we're I'm 50 all, and she's an 18 year old porn star, we're all human. Of course, bro. That's what, I, that's what I'm saying. It's you like know, I don't want to. Uh, I feel like you know whatever, but like she. I don't want to know the answer. She is 17. She is 17. Like fresh out of high school, Bojack's like friend's daughter. I'm sorry, that's yeah. just for you. Yeah, I'm sure we'll talk about that more, bro. Let's, let's. So yeah, yeah. Um, the question is: Is Bojack redeemable? Um, Serge looks busy. No, I was just texting in the chat. Someone was saying Archer is better than Bojack, but Archer is hella fucking good. I think Bojack is better than that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think it's so been compared. I think we've all felt like a big piece of shit in our life before, yeah. for one reason or another. Maybe not for the extreme circumstances that Bojack gets himself into, but like you know, that episode where he's like a stupid piece of shit. Yes, like, yeah, love that episode. People, that is, we have that inner monologue all the time, and uh, that's why I think. If, if not 100%, everyone can kind of relate to BoJack a little bit. And I think we're going to talk later on in the podcast about how that kind of became an issue. Yeah. Some people really yeah. like justifying Yeah, yep. we're getting into the, the, yeah. the meta the meta commentary yeah, that, down here. It. I do think he's redeemable. I mean, I wouldn't be watching the show still if I didn't think that, like, this guy can pull through. You know, yeah. He's just checked into rehab, so I, I'm, I'm hopeful. You, get, you, you ladies over there want to say something? Um, I feel like so Bo, whether BoJack is redeemable or not... I don't know, but like Serge said, we would probably not be watching the show if we didn't believe it. Um, but I do think that a lot of the issues and conflicts that he encounters are very male. Yeah. And Bojack the feminist. That's why I feel like there are a lot of like equally as broken, not equally as, but there are broken characters that are female that I definitely relate to, like Diane and Princess, uh, Carolyn. Princess Carolyn, especially. So, I love that there is that there are characters that anybody can find themselves in. Yeah. So, what about you, Rana? Is Bojack redeemable in your eyes? Um, when I first met Bojack and was seeing all the shit he was doing, I was like, "My God, he's just a shithole. He's not like this is who he is. He's just a shit." But honestly, as the episodes went through and I got to know him more and more, I do believe he's redeemable. And I, I the thing is, like, when he said, "If you do like a lot of things are redeemable, you can do a lot of things in life." And you can come back from it if you really have that willpower and want to do it. Yeah. I'm hoping to see that Bojack wants that eventually. And, and there are some, um, you know, he makes these little things that that make you think that he really wants to. He wants to actively be a good person. He just doesn't know how to do it. Yeah. And so at least there is that intention. And, um, you know, all he needs is just a little more kind of courage to, 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 to pull through and actually make it happen. So I'm yeah. I'm Tim Bojack. What about you, Mickey? Um, so obviously the show's not over yet. So I don't know what the future holds for Bojack. Like he just checked into rehab. But what I've noticed with Bojack is that we are supposed to relate to him, but not necessarily root for him yeah. because because we do see ourselves in Bojack more than anybody cares to admit. But what I've seen the patterns of the show is anytime Bojack has had a chance to redeem himself, he fucks it up. Yeah. And, and in those moments you watch the show and you're like, come on, Bojack, that's not what I would have done. And so that kind of subconsciously teaches you that, hey, audience member, whatever you've got going on in your life, you can fix it. Bojack didn't do it. You can do it. So use that as an example. So yeah. so I relate to Bojack, but I don't necessarily root for him. I want him to get better. I want him to do it. But every every chance he's gotten, he's fucked it up. And I mean, he's, at the same time, if he gets better, are we going to still watch the show? Like, is he going to still have antics? You know what I mean? He's very vulnerable. I mean, the show just keeps getting more and more and more real and more rooted. And especially with these last few seasons where the focus has been off of Bojack and onto yeah. these other characters. So even if you don't like Bojack, there's somebody in the show that yeah. you're that you're. So yeah. I think when season one came out, I had just had a very fun breakup, like most of them are. So, you know, I was self-medicating with the old beers and such. It was a good time. <laughs> and uh, I was watching it's, it's BoJack. Show for that. And I was just like fucking kind of depressed and shit. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm like this fucking horse. And at the end of, <laughs> at the end of uh, season one where he's like, am I a good person? Like, I need you to tell me that I'm a good person. I'm just like, oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> <laughs> so... I, I started relating with him like <laughs> off the bat and like I just I kind of felt it like um it's yeah because it's Bojack's main struggle is internal and that episode where he's like I'm a piece of shit that is a really good way for you to feel in yourself like you're like damn like 
other people have the same like self-deprecating thoughts that I have. Bojack uh, is self-destructive. I've been self-destructive plenty of times. I'm like, oh, I got a good thing going. I'm just going to hit this button here and blow it the fuck up. <laughs> so like, I totally get that. And like from that, I can see that Bojack is working to redeem himself. And, you know, and he's like, deep down, am I a good person? And Diane's like, there's no deep down. Yeah. Like, it's just about what the fuck you do. And it's like, that that's real shit. And that's shit that people need to hear. Because sometimes people are like, like I've done shitty things. And be like, no, but like, deep down, I'm pretty good. And it's like, yeah, but if you don't exemplarily show those things, then does deep down even fucking matter? That's, what, that's one, my, uh, one, my one of my quote of the series when Diane tells that to him. One of my favorite quotes is, don't, don't fetishize your sadness. God, yes. <laughs> uh, Chris, were you by yourself when you watched the Penny episode? Um... I don't remember. I think I was. I, I was, and that shit was just like when we reacted to it. I was just waiting for the part to come because I wanted yeah. to see you guys' faces, and all you guys were just like. And you hey. knew it was coming. They it gave you. So they gave you. Awkward to watch, and it's just like, what are you doing? Oh no! Which Penny Why? episode? The one where yeah. he sleeps with Penny? Yeah. He tries oh. To sleep. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. You said Penny. I was thinking of uh, Sarah Lynn. But yeah, when, when the Penny one was happening, you were just like, uh, like your own pins and needles. You can kind of see it coming, and then when he's just like. He's just like, uh, he's like, go go to bed. But then he like leaves the fucking door yeah. open because he knows. Because he's like, I don't want to. He's like, I don't want to do it myself, but I do want it to happen. And like, I've done shit like that before, where I'm like, I obviously want to pursue you. The girl was of age, and I'm just like, but I don't want to like fucking pursue you. But if you want to come in here, like, yeah, whatever. So like, <laughs> we've all had, yeah. yeah, where it's like you're trying to trying to fucking throw himself a layup, man. And then you know how they only say fuck like once in a yeah. once a season, and then fucking. She's just like, uh, oh. I, will, I will fucking kill you. She's yeah, like, if, if I ever see ever... you again, I'll fucking kill you. And he, she meant it. I felt it's, like she fucking no, meant no, it. Oh, yeah. It's always, whenever they do <sighs> that moment, it's always perfectly yeah. utilized. It's always just like. Tasha's like, what the fuck, The man? punch like, of the season. God. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, man, I, I was by myself when I saw it, and I just, you, you knew it was coming, man. And and even before, I remember when, um, because this makes it even worse, when Bojack's having that tripping episode in season one, and he thinks about when he gets old, and he's he's with, uh, what's her name, Charlotte. He's with Charlotte, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And they have a kid, and the kid grows up. He imagined a life with Charlotte. Like, the, the, she should have been his surrogate daughter more than anything, right? And he's like, nah, I'm going to try to fuck you. So. Me, fuck Sarah Lynn. Yeah. TV Another surrogate daughter. Real talk, if Bojack cares about you, something terrible is going to happen to you. Unless you're Wanda. Oh, if you're Wanda, uh, you can get he away. Cannot, he cannot have like a meaningful female relationship without it getting yeah. romantically involved. No. Yeah. <sighs> he even tried, tried the same thing with, with Diane. Diane. I was She's say like, that. why did you try to I kiss hope, me? I hope no, he no, it. with Diane, it was a little different. He had the chance to, like, it was honestly Diane making... No, 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 you're thinking about... No, 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 not that. I'm not talking about that part. I'm not talking about that point, but later on in the season... No, I'm talking about season one when he kisses Diane. Okay. Yeah, okay. They have a meaningful but, relationship together where they're just friends and he fucks it up by trying to kiss her. Yeah. And Mr. Peanut Butter. Knows but I was talking about later on in the show, not the peanut butter thing, but there was a point where, where Diane and him were like drunk in a room and she was getting kind of flirty. And he, he walked You guys away. all the way finished, right? He walked away from it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It was in season five when she was like, we could just like have sex. Like, and that's a good uh, example of him being better than he used to be. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so. Fucking love this show. Um, does anybody remember the Bojack the Feminist episode and yes, the meta yes, commentary yes. of that episode where I believe Bojack says multiple times it's not okay to choke women? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fucking amazing foreshadowing right there. Was, yeah. So oh, wow. with that, I think it's the... It was... So my favorite part about that episode is when like Bojack's like, oh yeah, I'm a feminist. And like Diane's like, people are only listening to you because you're a man. And he's like, what? <laughs> like actively not listening to her. And like that type of shit, the, the the commentary of the world is what makes it go deeper and deeper. The was it Hank Hippopotamus? Um he was kind of like the Bill Cosby yeah. type of guy who had like done some terrible fucking things. And it's like it's more like Weinstein. Weinstein yeah. Oh, that's right. It was more like when Weinstein came out. And it's like you can see that Bojack had his own fucked up shit in his past with Penny, but he was attempting to like be the better person and like fight this fight. But he's got so much wrong with him, and it's crazy that he can see somebody who's fucking up and know that he's fucking up, but like attempting to stop them. And I don't know, just what do you guys think about like the meta commentary of the show? Wait, wait just before we get into that, what did what ended up happening? Did they pick gun reform over women's rights? Like it was it was something. <laughs> <laughs> they pick yeah because they were like every like every woman can't have a gun so yeah, <laughs> gun reform the only way gun reform won was when it was pitted against female women's rights so. that's 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 pretty fucked oh up my God. That, like that type of shit that's a that's, that's just how like intelligent the writers are yeah. just knowing the scope of the society we're living in right now in America yeah, yeah. the writing team is masterful 
So, um, yeah. How do you guys feel about the experimental episodes? Oh, I'm assuming you're talking about like Free Churro, the underwater episode. The uh, uh, tripping episode, season one. Yeah. I thought, the underwater one was my favorite. I one. thought the underwater episode was very, very genius because yeah. they like they did a really good job of making it feel like we were underwater. Like, yeah. it, all the side noises and know, everything. It, it took like a, a, they really thought about it. They didn't, they didn't bullshit it. Cause like you see a lot of stuff underwater and they don't make it seem like it's underwater. You yeah. know, fuck, I saw fucking Aquaman and I feel like, uh, what do you call it? He did a better job of making it feel like we were underwater. Cause they, they made it sound like it's so well, man. Like from like the, the bloop bloops to like, oh, you know, like <laughs> the way they fucking, that shit. No, God. that was, that was my favorite episode because so like good. they didn't have to use any words or anything and then he was like wait I can actually like fucking yeah. talk and like just to see Bojack throughout the whole like I got so much emotion and like am I, like like him chasing and going after stuff trying to figure everything the out the little seahorse yeah, 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 yeah. it was just like I, I felt so much and there was like no words needed I could feel everything he was going through there was like some really good animation in there when he went to like the deep dark yeah, water yeah, yeah, scene yeah, yeah. like there was little light up things and uh, you could tell the animators were having a lot of fun with it yeah. yeah, it is underrated. It's, it's My, I think one. It is really hot in here because we're all in yeah, here. Yeah, I'm like sweating. I'm sorry, y'all. I, I was, told y'all yeah, it's getting season, hot. Nobody believed me. That season three had such a great build up with uh, Margot oh, Martindale. Yeah, like <laughs> the underwater city and the spaghetti strainer. Like, I don't know if you remember. The spaghetti strainer. Hilarious, bro. I don't know. That was the best finale of the show. No, um, so <laughs> I want to know. So when um when he had the job, at what time is it right now? Who is that guy consistently like Just like eating on the side, eating <laughs> or like in a picture? I don't know. Like, oh, I got you, bro. But did we talk about how people excuse their own behavior in real life? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna, I was just gonna, Weinstein specifically. Yeah, I was gonna briefly mention that the tripping episode was awesome because of the Death Grip song and because of like, I don't know, all the funny ass shit with the the camera angles and all that. And that one's awesome. But yeah, I I do think a lot of Sarah Lynn Bender episode also was. Oh, oh, the one where he keeps uh, blacking out and like waking up and he's like, "How the fuck did I get here?" Yeah, that one. That was all right. I have never been on some kind of crazy ass bender where I've like lost days. But like, you, everyone's blacked out before, unfortunately, and like it's usually just like, especially if you're like partying, partying, and like you black out early, you just wake like, "Oh, that's right, I'm at a party." I guess keep on going. They really illustrated that super good. And with him and, like, the type of fucking alcoholic that he is, like, bragging at an AA meeting, going back to uh, Spanada Papadakovita. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, Anna Spanakopita. And, like, bragging to her. It just yeah. all, all of that shit, man. Like, it just, I don't know. That that one, I, that was an experimental one, but that one, that one was really good, I, too. I liked the episode with his mom because, like, we were in his Free mom's head. And oh, the no, times era. Times era. Because that was, I felt that was very experimental because, like, we would, like, see things yeah, through her was. eyes and just, like, and that shit. I think that was the most uh, depressing and sad episode of yeah. the show. I don't know, I, man. I, I teared up at the end when Bojack was explaining to her about the ice cream and how it tastes. And I see you. Yeah. 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 And, she was, yeah. and she's never had ice cream before. She wasn't allowed to have it. Yeah. 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 So like it's and it's the type of show that can take a whole entire episode to, and to give you another character's backstory that explains essentially why that character acted this way, which also explains why she raised Bojack the way that she did, which also explains why Bojack is the way that he is. Like the old uh, Sugarman estate, that's another one of my favorites. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. it's good shit, man. Good, good, good shit. But um, back to the real world. Do you think people excuse their actions based off of uh, you know? Yes, because the rest of the world does. Yes, yes, yeah. be- yes, because I've I've personally done it. <laughs> so, <laughs> really? Like you'd be like, well, Bojack did this. No, no, I mean, not, I'm not using Bojack as an excuse, but I know there's been times in my life. The the the, the quote: "Don't fetishize your sadness." Yeah. You, you get into a pity party, and you just feel like, you know, mm. like the world owes you something. Yeah. No, I feel you I, for on me, that. it's just like we're at a festival or whatever, and then the plur just goes out the window. I'm like, well, if they're doing it, I'm doing it. Yeah. Mm. Plur means peace. That's oh, sorry. Oh, I was going to say we all bro. know. Yeah, plur. It's a. It's there, a, there, it's there a is saying. no plur when it comes to getting seats and leaving the festival. There is no plur. Tracy Grimshaw, shout outs and thank you for the five dollars. I don't know what thank plur you. is. $5. Peace, love, unity, and respect. It's you, a thing that people say at uh, festivals. Do you plur with quotation marks? How do you plur? You you exchange a, a candy bracelet. All right, all right. And I'm going to mute everybody. Uh, season five, <laughs> TV is a visual medium. No episode should have that much dialogue on uh, uh, one episode later. Twenty five minute monologue. Yes, yes. <laughs> so well done. Free churro is it's dude. It's just fucking. It's someone hand draw stand up. Yeah. To a funeral for a fucking horse in a room full of geckos is the dumbest shit I ever heard, and it's awesome. 
That was hurtful. That, like, I wonder if in the writers' room they were like, "This is gonna work. This is just ballsy enough to work." And I heard Will Arnett really did do that in one take. Yeah, that whole thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Got like, just to make it feel more authentic, I suppose. But. It's, I I honestly, I mean, because we we write skits sometimes, and I I don't think that they're that confident because, like, when we write stuff that we're like, I don't know if this is going to work, but let's let's just fucking do it anyways. And I just, this is another one of those shows where it's probably going to be just that much better on a second watch because you you know all the foreshadowing, and you're going to be like, holy shit, they mentioned this this early, and then this happens later on. Like, so I don't know if they share writers, but I feel there's a lot of like arrested development in there because arrested development would. Do this arrested development would foreshadow a joke three seasons away yeah. and then like fucking landed. And you're like, Holy shit, you guys been planning that since the one time you said that one dumbass throwaway <laughs> thing? And Will Arnett was on arrested development, and it just kind of feels like maybe they share some of the same writers, or maybe it's I Will Arnett's that. input. Uh, but I love the show to pay respects to arrested development because that show it's bad it's, with new episodes, yeah. But uh, yeah, is it bad? I haven't bad. watched it yet. Oh. It's, it's not literally good. the show is in arrested development. It's, oh it's boy, terrible. I mean, the first three seasons were good, and you know, yeah, you gotta yeah. let things die when they're dead i'm but. really glad will arnett found this this project man like, yeah you but can tell he's passionate about but it. that whole free churro i cannot believe he did one take yeah yes, that's, oh my that's god I, I can you that's like Damn. I can, I can well definitely see them sharing writers because like in the industry, once you find like certain people you work with that you just mesh well with, you're, you're likely to call them back for yeah. other Which projects. would make sense, man. I mean, the 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 comedy writing for Res Development was strong. It was strong as fuck. It was a little bit ahead of its time, but it was fucking strong. Man, so that's why they compared this to Archer, too, because Archer felt like it was oh, like yeah. the Arrested Development team and, also. And, and they, they also got Jeffrey Tambor on it. Yeah. And, and uh, Lucille, yeah, <laughs> and that shit—it's snappy. Oh, they even got um yeah, the, uh, the secretary, yeah, 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 <laughs> who likes getting choked. And uh, she just—she's the one who keeps showing her weird boobs and yeah, uh, yeah, and, and like that's what I like, man. Like those three shows. In fact, I'll put them all together: BoJack Horseman, um, Arrested Development, uh, Archer, and Community. When they're at their best, it's just joke, 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 and like your your brain is laughing before you know you're already fucking <laughs> laughing at, it. and you're like. You start laughing at it initially, and then you get to the layer deeper. You're like, holy fuck, that shit goes, it goes. And, like, th- that type of writing isn't very frequent on TV, but on those four shows, at least it is, and it's fucking awesome. Next question. Next question. Lauren, people keep saying F, it's from Call of Duty. Like, you literally press the button F to pay respect at a funeral. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. Where does the blame lie with Diane and Mr. Peanut Butter hooking up? Uh, I don't oh, know. I'm gonna let y'all is, speak. Uh, I'm gonna let Mr. y'all speak because I got a lot Peanut to say about Butter, this one. Uh. Mr. Peanut Butter didn't have the right to. Get, are you talking about them hooking up? I'm talking about them? them hooking up after they were broken up and after Mr. Peanut Butter was dating Pickles. Also, we're gonna be spinning off into a further deeper Mr. Okay. Peanut Butter. I want to go. I want to go last on this Mr. one. Peanut Butter shouldn't have assumed Diane would want to get back together with him just because they had sex. That's yes, a, yes. Plenty of people who have broken up before have sex again. You again, always again, have again. to when you break up yeah, with somebody, you got to hit it one more time. That's just a fact. Yeah, that's like. Separate. Yeah, not necessarily. Yeah, not every time, but like every I mean, other time. Uh, if you're still friends, no. kind of with your ex, it'll happen. It, yeah, it, it has happened. What do you mean? No, it, you say it's never. No, happened it happens, before. but I'm just saying, not necessary. It doesn't necessarily have to happen every time. But anyways, well, and when it does happen, you don't ever assume that. Okay, we're back together now. Yeah, no, like, no, no. You just not... we just hooked up. We were just kind of knocking off the cobwebs, and yeah. now we're gonna go our separate ways. Yeah. Well, can, can, I agree can, with Surge. Can I just say my thing? Yeah, say your thing. <laughs> So we can okay okay, okay honestly, go ahead go ahead into the microphone for, for those who saw can, this can episode first, shut up. for those who saw this episode Serge and I apparently agreed on this one and Mickey and he were against it but like it, like honestly God if you're broken up do not assume just because you talk kiss hook up do something nice for each other anything it is don't assume you're gonna get back together that is not the case feelings linger sometimes shit happens you need closure and whatever again don't assume that was wrong Mr. Peter. I look like, it was nice and hopeful. It was quite hopeful that Mr. Peanut Butter like thought it was going to happen, but like he should have been a bit like, a little bit more realistic. Guys, Mickey, it's you. Mickey, Mickey, it's you. Talking to the mic. Let me say No. You're muted. Everyone's muted. He's the only one talking. Listen, I'm talking. I'm talking. I don't need help on this one. I don't need help on this one. You're going to say Diane. No. Can I fucking speak? Jesus. Okay, look. I agree with everything you guys just said. Let's get that out of the way. 
What I'm about to say, I am not defending Mr. Peanut Butter. He is also a piece of shit for going up there. Not defending Mr. Peanut How, Butter. Why are they pieces of shit? Yeah, man. Diane's hot, bro. Because he cheated on his current relationship. Okay. Well, we, okay? Yeah, all right. Now, let me finish my piece. Now, yes, exes hook up. Yes, you can do that. But it's subjective. Each thing is different. From Diane's perspective, she called for the divorce. She not hold on hold Let on. Let the man finish. She called a divorce. She knew he was in a relationship. She saw the new relationship. She met the new girlfriend. Mr. Peanut Butter was being nice. Drove her to her house. I didn't see him being the one to be like, "Hey, can I come up?" She it, it was emotional. If she had prefaced with, "Hey, you can come up. This isn't going to mean anything in the uh, morning." That would have been different. That's weird. I mean, that's, no, how's that's, that weird? Uh, that's you know what? Wait, can I finish? How's that weird? Let me say something, Mickey. Only thing I was gonna say to help the situation out was it's like I get you guys. Exes have sex. That happens. But the situation that happened with Diane and Peanut Butter it's, is completely fucking different. Yes. How she they were exes having? She, she fucking, baited him. She, yes, she fucking baited him, bro. She baited. Did she rape yes. him? No. Yes, she baited him. I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. It's, it's emotional. Well, so, here's uh, the thing. It's emotional here's manipulation. The thing. Uh, here's Thank the you. thing, all right? One, it's emotional manipulation. Nah, man. I, yeah, I that love doesn't this mean mute anything. button. That the mute button's anything. the best nah, thing man. ever. You've it, all been muted. It, so <laughs> what I'm going to say is this, and then we're going to go around <laughs> to let you guys speak. Um, one, it's too late. It's muted. I'm going to say this piece. Um, exes do hook up, all right? And just because just because she invited him up, just because she wanted to have sex with him, Mr. Peanut Butter is a grown-ass fucking man. In fact, he is much older than Diane. He could easily say no. I know I know this for a fact, all right? If I'm hanging out with an ex that I recently broke up with mm-hmm. and they invite me up, we're fucking. That is mm-hmm. what has been in, that, that, that on the table. I said if I recently broke up with an ex, me and Mark oh, are fucking oh. married. <laughs> so, so, like, that that's a given, all right? He's not a fucking idiot. He knew what was going down. So what I'm saying is he willingly walked up into the room. If you and your ex in a room together and it's just the two of you guys and it's late night, you know what's fucking happening. He could have easily said no. They both share the blame in that. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. If Diane was a little bit jealous mm-hmm. of his relationship and so that's why she called him up, then guess what? No, guess what? Get, then guess what? Guys, Mr. Peanut is a grown ass fucking man. He still could have said no. Absolutely. That's not Diane's fault. If I'm Diane, I'm still wondering if I can get that because okay. I want to know if I got the kind just of fucking quick, pool still. Just a, quick, no, no, just a quick rebuttal. Like you guys are saying, he shouldn't assume things, but you guys are saying he drove her home. So why are you assuming that means anything? Yeah. I'm, I'm assuming that the end. Can I say something? Look, the fact is, is like, Diane knew what she was doing. Diane knows how Mr. Peanut Butter feels about Diane. And Diane knows how she feels about Mr. Peanut Butter. And Diane knows that Mr. Peanut Butter is in a relationship and is trying to get over her on top of that. He so just, with all this knowledge she has, so you're telling me that Diane is not in any wrong for saying, hey, come up, let's have sex. For you're telling Mr. me there's no wrong Mr. in that. There's no indecency in that. I'll get Marquetta. Indecency. Marquetta. He also knew about all other stuff too, okay? Mr. Peter knew shit too. She started it. No, what the Okay. How are you guys are terrible people. <laughs> I can see that there are very strong opinions about this one. And I just want to say that they are both adults that make their own choices in yes. life. And even though I think that there might be a, a little bit more blame on one than the other, they, uh. both, they both engaged in the same thing. You, it is it is really unfair to shit so hard on Diane yeah. and be like, oh, Mr. Peanut is a poor, poor, poor victim. Like, you know. A victim that got his dick sucked. Most no. victims don't get their dick sucked. We're not, we're not saying he's not the victim. We're not saying he's not the victim, but we yeah. are saying you that are Diane saying, deserves let me, a lot more blame than Mr. Peanut Butter. That's Mr. Peanut Butter is not the victim. There is no victimness in this. Mr. Yeah. Peanut Butter also knew. The victim is, 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 is fucking... Uh, uh, pe- pickles. Pickles. pickles, pickles, pickles is the victim. Pickles? Yeah. That she's the victim. Wait, are you the what, what? What? Miss? Also, there is. Yeah. Also, I, I, I'm a little shocked that you all think that hooking up after you broke up with your ex is okay because I think that is that is extremely unhealthy and if that is your (laughs) guys' mindset you should probably change that (laughs) I just want to say you guys keep saying Miss uh, Miss Diane knew about how Mr. Peanut Butter felt about her and all that stuff Mr. Peanut Butter as well knew what their marriage was and how she was feeling and and all stuff she used to say to him like they both they're both on the same level on this one if anything and and Mr. Peanut Butter but he still knew 
knew how she felt about him and she didn't love him truly. So he knew hooking up with fucking Diane, he, she, she was not in love with him and she got divorced. You got to hit it one more time. Yeah. And, yeah he's and, got to. And at the end of it, Pickles is the victim in this because poor Pickles, dude. She like she started getting drunk and stuff and trying to be like... We're going to be Diane. moving off of this topic. Just just one last thing. Are you going to say anything that you've already previously said or are you going to say something brand new? I'm g- it's uh, brand new. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> it's He's brand lying. new. Again, all I, Marquetta, you, you summed it up perfectly. I'll, all I wanted to hear is like, I'm not defending Mr. Pe- Peanut Butter or Diane or saying victim or whatever, You're but. You said Diane. Absolutely. 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 Well, guys, everybody's been muted no. again. He drove because we're moving on. Nice thing. I she invited him up. That's some bullshit. Can you guys hear when you can't hear yourselves or can you still hear yourselves? I'm going to keep talking. Okay. So the next question is, Mr. Peanut Butter has a uh, predilection, I would say. Is that the right word? Am I using that word right? Uh, Predication, maybe? Look, Mr. Peanut Butter is a dog, and he likes to hang out with younger girls and consistently dates younger women, and then he fucking marries them when he gets to the end of his rope with them, and then he gets a divorce with them. It has been a constant struggle with Mr. Peanut Butter. He always gets with younger women until he gets bored with them, and then their relationship falls apart. Sounds like Leo My question is, is this like, what? The girls usually get bored with Mr. Peanut Butter. Oh, no. I think Mr. Peanut Butter gets no, bored with them. No, they literally they, got, they literally said that. Really? Yeah. Like I they, thought he was getting bored with them. They outgrow him. Oh, okay. Well, might be. Sounds like Leo DiCaprio. So, the, around. <laughs> the question is this, that is, um, is that like a commentary on like, because he's a dog and you can't teach an old dog new tricks or something, 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 or is it much more like... You know, that's just how Mr. Pickle is. Uh, Mr. Peanut Butter is. He also doesn't realize it either. Like, he doesn't realize that essentially he's in the wrong. He hasn't had, like, really one mature relationship. He keeps having these kind of fun flings that he keeps turning into marriages. So he's had four of them. And I think it's because, remember when he had that issue with his brother? Like, he can't talk about this dark stuff. He can't talk about bad stuff. He has a hard time confronting anything negative in life. And he comes at life with this super huge positivity. But really, like, he's ignoring the whole other half of life. Because life's not all good. Mm -hmm. And, like, he won't fucking take on that shit until it's too late and then you know those fucking relationships are falling apart I think I, he's like uh, you sorry I hate you. well yeah, go, go for it. I think he's like could be compared to anyone who's like a serial dater like yeah. if, you, if you just keep going in and out of like two year relationships three year relationships I, I can kind of relate to this Not, I didn't marry these people but you know you do these grand gestures for people like I don't know. I, I can I can feel for Mr. Peanut Butter because I think you're a serial dater. Means something, but really, it's not really what they want. You're just doing it because you're trying to make this relationship seem more important than it really is. Um, so yeah, I relate to Mr. PB. Yeah. I I think Mr. Peanut Butter, especially with these last few episodes, I just feel like he's been 25, and that's what he's been. He just has not grown past the age of 25. He's just always like like you said, always positive, always looking for like the the more in life he doesn't he doesn't face the, the reality sometimes like the bad stuff you know what i mean like he has a i feel like he has a problem talking about it too you know what yeah. i mean mm-hmm. especially with in diane's relationship because it's like they always tried to like i would say like like you said grand gestures you know what i mean these big big amazing things they would never talk about the underlying problems as i, I would say mm-hmm. shout out to tracy grimshaw again he says thoughts and prayers to pickles <laughs> Stephen, who said that PB and Diana had sex twice, actually, after their divorce. And yeah. nothing happened after the first time. So, Oof. Ooh. What do you got, Kitty Wap? Um, I think that Mr. Peanut Butter is, and Bojack Horseman are like two opposite characters. Where, Bojack, where uh, Peanut Butter is just very, very superficial. And two sides of the same he coin. Does, he really doesn't go any deep, deeper in any, any, okay. anything. All he wants is everything look good. That's why that's why Diane had to divorce him because he didn't listen to her. Yep. She wanted things to go a certain way and he just tried to make things the way he thinks she wants them, but he didn't listen to her. He just like everything that appeases him is he assuming that that appeases everyone. Yep. And that's where he is wrong and that's that's ultimately his downfall. And then you have Bojack, who's like the very, very opposite of the spectrum, where he doesn't really give a shit how things look anymore. Mm-hmm. He's been there, he's done that, and now he's just like really, really, really deep in the shithole, and <coughs> he just doesn't know how to swim back up. That's why. That's why I think he also doesn't like Mr. Peanut Butter because he's jealous. Yeah, uh, I, Mr. I, Peanut Butter is living this like carefree life. And like even even now that he's he broke up with Diane, uh, they had a divorce. He immediately jumped into a relationship with um, Pickles. Pickles, and 
he just did that because he didn't want to be alone and he just wanted to have his like nice life and be seen with somebody yeah he's just about the superficial that's i love their show for that reason too where you can kind of take their animal traits and and apply them to how they really are like mr peanut butter wants the attention for himself like he, he thinks everything's about him he like, a, like a dog like you come home you bring groceries the dog's like is it what's this for me so like I, it's, just, it's funny how you can take these traits like from princess carolyn as well and yeah. like kind of attribute it to how they actually are in real life and another cool creative thing about this show oh man this show and and, and i thought and i felt like that aspect of the show became more prominent as the show went on like they you could you could take their animal yeah. personalities like you, you could see that princess carolyn always lands on her feet yeah yeah, yeah. 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 you know it's god damn this show's writing is like and fucking incredible man i love yeah. when, when he threw miss princess carolyn off the car and she just <laughs> lands on the, um, on the sidewalk uh two things tracy grimshaw secure is awesome i kind of want to play it i don't know if we're gonna do it on twitch but it's really really awesome from what i've heard second thing um with fucking mr peanut butter one thing i've noticed about him man he just like I feel like he just like throws money at shit a lot of it because like he did all those freaking ventures with fucking uh, Todd Todd and like n- none of them I don't even want to get in the middle of it, bro. All of them were just like really really bad ideas in my opinion, and some of them were like kind of whatever they worked out a little bit for a little bit because of like situations. But like sure, Lauren, go for it. That's he just kept throwing shit, you know. It's because he doesn't think think things through. He's just yeah. about how like his first feelings, his initial like how he feels about it, and then. Hey, but he jumps right head into it. If it wasn't for those spaghetti strainers, then then <laughs> the the ocean city would have been destroyed. So I like how yeah. this, yeah, this <laughs> just goes out, and yeah. walks, takes a walk, and and shit just happens to him. Like he yeah. spontaneously bumbles into his own career. Like even they showed a flashback of how yeah, he yeah. his Mr. Peanut Butter's house, and he just happened to be there. Was like, I'll do it. Sure, it's yeah. like Mr. Peanut is just like one of those guys who's got really really lucky. He was like right there at the right place time, and like everything is just like happening. You know what I mean? Which we is awesome. I also do like how he yeah. takes uh, he takes these problems like yeah. head on. And then we can also say that there's like a lot of people in Hollywood that I feel like have like that same kind of like luck. It's like, for example, Chris Pratt. You know what I mean? Chris Pratt got stupid lucky, bro. He was just very. I mean, no, he did, bro. He did. He got very lucky. He got on fucking Parks and Rec, and he shined. Be, it was supposed to be a minor role. A minor role, and he just shined. He just shined there, bro. And he but. got no. I'm not done. He shined, bro. And then eventually he became a lead on Parks and Rec, and what? Now he's fucking Star Lord. Yeah. You kidding me, bro? That's luck. That's literally being. I feel like uh, I'm gonna. And, like, Chris, and, this, Pratt. and Chris Pratt, I feel like can do no wrong. He just recently got out of a, a divorce, and he's still like. <laughs> He's can I just rebut that? I, I agree with you. I can see the correlation there, but I, I've seen interviews with Chris Pratt talking about like before his career, like he's sleeping in his car. He has like $2 in his pocket. It wasn't... It, it, Mr. Peanut Butter had an okay life before he got lucky, but nah, man. Chris Pratt worked it, it, hard for okay, what he I get If you want to use that analogy, yeah. But still, bro, I'm sorry. A lot I of people have lucky. not had the chance that Chris Pratt had. Chris Pratt got stupid lucky. So, nah, man, with that being his said about Chris Pratt and nothing about BoJack, uh, guys, we are getting into the 15-minute mark, which means that I'm going to ask one more question, and then after that, we're going to take some uh, calls. Hey. If you guys want to talk to us, what you need to do is go to our Discord. The information for how to get to our Discord is down in the description. <clears throat> After that, you need to find the voice channel called The Q. You sit in the queue, I'll pull you down into the podcast, and we'll have a little bit of a chit-chat. So with that being said, um, I had more questions about Bojack's rehab and how Bojack hurts people that he's close to, like Gina and all this and that. But we really didn't get a chance to talk about Princess Carolyn. And I kind of love PC, so I want to talk about her. So... Um, how do you guys feel about Princess Carolyn in general? Like her tenacity, her drive. I think her biggest flaw is that she knows what she wants for herself, but she wants to do everything on her own. And she's she big. left the fucking homie Ralph for the second time, and she really didn't need to do that because I think her and Ralph together would have been a fucking powerful couple. What do you guys think about Princess Carolyn? Someone made a really nice comment during her Amelia Earhart episode that showed her backstory where she was living with her mom about how she was trying to get away from there because she was living for her mom. And, like, just serving her needs, which sucks because she went out to L.A. to yeah. be on her own. And now she she's literally an agent manager and she serves other people's damn. needs is all she does. So it's she can't she can't get away from that. Still. She can't. Hopefully yeah. she's not going to be like Amelia Earhart and get lost overseas. Just like Diane driving into that tunnel will hopefully not get in a car accident Princess and Diane. die. Yeah, hopefully that doesn't happen. Please. None of that foreshadowing. Yeah, stop it. God. But uh, yeah, yeah. she was dressed like Princess. How Diane. do you feel like how do you feel about her, man? How do you how do you? Well, how about this, ladies? 
who have cats. Ladies. How do you guys feel yeah, well, about yeah. Princess Carolyn? Princess Carolyn is absolute bae. I love her, and I want to be like her. She uh, is hardworking and independent. She's very, you know, confident, and she knows how to, um, you know, help. She, she, she also, she's also very caring, and she just wants to, like, help people. I don't think to that the fact almost. that, yeah. Well, but I don't. I still don't think that the fact that she's an agent now for, you know, broken people like BoJack is really uh, that much of a problem for her, because I feel like in some way it... It fulfills her. Yeah, I can't recall, but do you remember like when Princess Carolyn is literally like instead of focusing on her own problems, she's helping Bojack. Yeah, and like yeah. she knows that instead of focusing on what she needs to be doing, she's helping Bojack because I think it's because of how she was raised. She saw like her mom was such a shit show that like it's in her. She's got that caring nature. She's gonna be a great mom because of it. But like it, outside of that, like she, she was helping other people and she should have been working on herself. She did the same thing for Todd, and that shit's awesome. You want that in a friend, but you don't want a friend that's so focused on the external problems that they don't focus on the internal. I I also wish that Princess Carolyn adopts a baby and she becomes does. a mother. She does. Wait, what? Into season five. Oh, she really? She gets a literally last episode. Oh. Untitled, untitled Oh, yeah. Carolyn. There was a whole thing. It's Never a little mind. porcupine. Uh, I was oh, just, yeah. Oh, are, are you finished? I'm done. Um, I was just going to say, now, this isn't Princess Carolyn's responsibility, but because she's so good at caring for other people when she's not there... Bad shit happens. Yeah, and like on a set of Filbert. Yeah, exactly. Like the the minute she starts focusing on herself, Bojack becomes addicted to pills, and yeah. it's like, and that's not Princess Carolyn's responsibility, but it just it sucks for her because it's like when she's not there. I mean, it was kind of her work responsibility, and I know she needed to take time off to start this family, but I think that that's her making a decision between the two things because like yeah, she if you want to start a family and if you know you got to work hard for it, then yeah, work's gonna have to take a backseat occasionally, and like yeah. she did that, you know what I mean? And, and when then, she did. Shit went fucking and sideways. And it was funny when she went from uh, being a agent to a manager, and it's like the same thing. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> "What's the difference between an agent and a manager?" Also, uh, the actress that voices her hates those tongue twisting alliterations, so they purposefully <laughs> give her more and more to do. Like, every and she's so good. Like, Courtney Portnoy's Royton. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> she's like yeah. the thing I love about her. She's like the ultimate professional, man. She just like knows when to like get down into work, man. Yeah. Like I love the fact that how she dated BoJack for so long, and now like she. It, I mean, it's hard for some exes to get back, but like they're just like perfectly good friends yeah. right now, and like the professionality in their like relationship is like there. I think I'm. Gonna rewatch those Halloween episodes because yeah. she's at every single Halloween episode yeah. dressed as fucking Amelia Earhart. I know. Oh, Bojack and Princess Carolyn having sex when they used to date. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's right. They still, no she was like, Remember, we hooked up, silly, right after they fucking broke up because that's what exes do. I'm sorry, but man. Different situation. Bojack in, but like, Bojack is like, different not situation. In like a yeah, I know, I know, I know. Just <laughs> different situation, different context. Yeah, man. Oh, he wasn't. I don't think Bojack's every, ever every really been in love with anybody, subjective. man. Yeah, man. Really, because I, I feel like Princess that. Carolyn was very broken from that. But I guess that doesn't matter. <laughs> well, she did date uh, Vincent, man. Every situation is subjective. Vincent Adultman. Vincent Adultman. Vincent Adultman. I'm sorry, I'm giving myself a And it was like this huge mystery that, that like, we knew what it was, but they never like yeah. fully said it. Can, can we yeah. just give a shout out to my man, Todd? Yeah, man. Yeah. Ah, Todd is like, Todd is, okay, you were going to ask this, but like, you're one of my favorite characters. Yeah, 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 sure, yeah. sure. All right, everybody, we're going to go through, do our favorite characters, and then we're going to hop in and answer some questions. Um, well, I do want to say one thing about Todd before I want him to get more character development. I've been liking Todd, but I do want to see how far he can go, especially with his asexuality. It's really interesting. Um, man, my favorite character in the whole show, man, I think it's I think it's Bojack. I just I really see a lot of myself in Bojack. I know that's like the cliche thing to say. He's a fucking star of the show. But like, yeah, I see a lot of the things that he does, especially with his kind of like real shitty realism when like everyone's like, oh, it's all like this. And he's like, no, like, let me bring you back down to earth. Like I, that, that that's me on like a regular basis. So like, yeah, um, I really like Bojack. Diane I, feels a lot like she's um, uh, fucking Daria. <laughs> yeah, I, I fucking love Todd. The reason I love Todd because I feel like Todd, like, he's just perfect, man. I don't think he even has a fucking bad bone in his body, bro. Like, when has Todd done something truly, truly bad? Let's name yeah. it. I mean... The clown not, dentistry. Yeah. <laughs> not, not, not on purpose. I, I, that was I think, I think and, his... And ended up being a better business. His flaws are more subtle. Like, yeah. obviously, like, he, doesn't, he doesn't He doesn't try hard enough yeah. to get ahead in life. I mean, he's I just like, a stoner. Yeah. That's yeah, his whole Todd, thing. Todd's, Todd's just a stoner, man. And the thing I like about Todd is, is like, again, he's not trying to, like... He's not the bad guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's like, I don't think there's a single bad one in his body. 
he's like still there for Bojack, even though Bojack still fucked him over plenty of times. You know what I mean? And he's just there, bro. He's like that. He's like the one hundo dude on the show, straight up. Yeah, Shots I mean, I think Todd. his biggest flaw is that he's a stoner. That's yeah. obviously his biggest. That's flaw. That's not a flaw, uh, but, but literally it is. But, yeah, but, but, he, flaw. Flaw. but, but he, he, if you, if you guys stop calling him that's a flaw, my man Todd, bro, is, it, it is literally a is a flaw. He is making. He's business. Wait, that's why, like, come Angel- on, Angelica or whatever he's her name is, uh, Yolanda. That's why she broke it off with him because yeah. she was like, eh, you don't really have any direction. He literally has no direction. Life happens to him, and it turned out to be like the most like lame video game ever remember <laughs> yeah like life happens man, to Todd Todd does not man, engage in life my man Todd yes, made a robot yes. a sex robot get out of here he had yeah. that big symphony remember that Bojack fucked over for yeah, him? And he, he, he did have some spurts but it's being, not, being Bojack's dude friend, he spent most of t- his time on the fucking couch drinking and getting high like Todd is a he's a classic stoner the thing is is like he like, he can't he can't succeed by him the, one thing Todd has is like ideas whether yeah. they're good or bad that's to be debated but he's the idea man and he it's like he has this like blind ambition and unfortunately his ambition is in the wrong place a lot of the time Mickey you're talking who's your favorite character I'm also gonna have to go with Bojack. Uh, that I mean, I know he's like the star of the show or whatever, but yeah, I I, I saw more of myself in him than I care to admit. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> but here. but through that, like through those moments where he had the chance to redeem himself and still fucked it up, those were big lessons for me personally. Be like, okay, he didn't do it, but if I run into a situation like that, I'm gonna make the right choice. Yep. All right, now scoot back a little bit. All right, no, 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 come this way. Perfect, runner. Favorite character, go. <laughs> Um, my favorite character, um, even though I enjoy Todd's adventures and see what Todd's getting himself into, those are always so fun to watch. My favorite character has to be PC. Um, personally, I see a lot of myself in her. Um, when she's like nice to people or tries to do over too much or whatever it is, you know what I mean? I see a lot of myself in her. Plus, I see my cat Amira in her with her feisty side. And I just love PC's story. I love her will, her drive, and everything that involves her. And I love all her, all her cat like furniture and stuff. Yeah. Like, Kotichka, what yarn, about you? Yarn ball and shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm torn between Sorry. Princess Carolyn and, and Diane. <laughs> yeah. But no one was Todd. Um, well, so I, okay, I really like Todd, but he, to me, he's just like a comedic relief in the show, mm-hmm. and he doesn't have agenda. That's like my biggest problem with him, and I I really really hope that he gets some more development. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm I personally mostly relate to Princess. Car- I would like to be more like Princess Carolyn, but sometimes I feel like more I'm more like Diane. Yeah. Sadly. Don't <laughs> say sadly. I would say Sally. Diane hey, has a lot of good this characters is not girl herself as well. This is the normies, not girl yeah. crush. <laughs> what about you, Sorachi? Oh, I, uh, I I like Todd, I, I like Todd too, but my my favorite's got to be Mr. PB man. Yeah. I always hey. ever since I saw him, I was like, <laughs> I love this guy. He's always so happy and just yeah. I have a God. quote. I have a quote. I'd like You're to share. Like should share the quote. I'm kind of like PB. Kind of like PB a little I don't bit. date that young. Okay, there was one reaction. You guys said I need to stop dating 15 year olds. Okay, I said that. I said okay. I want to clear myself. I want to clear myself. It was probably when you were 15. No, it was. It was just like it was just like an Adam. You know, there's a big difference between analogies and just saying some wild ass shit. Yeah, it was just like shit. Don't take it too seriously. Man's eight or fifteen. Sir, okay, go I, for yeah, it. I've been in and out of relationships, and I have wondered, like, hmm, why do all these girls suddenly? Well, I got sick of them, but you know, it's 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 a similar type of you know dichotomy. I have a quote from Mr. PB that I really like. The key to being happy isn't to search for meaning; it's just to keep yourself busy with unimportant nonsense, and eventually you'll be dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's Mr. Peanut Butter in a nutshell. Yes. <laughs> Hell yeah. Nice. You know what? I, I, I guess I never really realized it, but yeah, like all of our favorite characters all essentially embody something that is like slightly wrong with this, but also slightly good with this too. So, oh, no one's in the queue. That makes my job easier. Hey. Ain't nobody in the queue, so I ain't talking hey, about it. Ain't nobody want to talk to us. The use of the F word in the show. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's, it's always just perfectly chosen. I like, the, I like the Todd one when he's just like, fuck, man. Like, what a, Yeah. Uh, because you, yeah, when when Todd gets emotional, th- those are like because because he is such a happy go lucky guy that like when he gets down, you're like, God damn it, why'd y'all make my man feel bad like that's, that? Yeah. Like, the best thing he did was to move out of Bojack's. Yes, 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 yes. Bojack yes. was holding him back, and any time the F word was used was when Bojack 
like damaged a relationship beyond repair. Because like yeah. him and Todd still aren't really good friends. Him and you know Charlotte. I think yeah. Herb Kazaz said it to him season one. Oh yeah, fucking Gina, Herb. Gina said it in season five. So when, like, when does Gina say it? I think after she gets choked. Yeah, fuck man, that like, was what like the fuck is wrong with you? Or something so like that. Th- that is always like oh my that god, that's fucked up. Man. Yeah, that should like. That's just like just a huge fear. That shit is just, terrifying, dude. Again, this show's really good at showing how like shitty Hollywood is. Also, that's one thing I forgot talking about. I feel like yeah, it really, really shows how shitty Hollywood is because Hollywood is a fucking shit show, man. And if if what's happening in BoJack is really, I mean, it is happening. I feel like in Hollywood, yo, Yami's y'all motherfuckers need to need some therapy. Yeah, so, I, I feel like real, some of the like, earlier seasons. Damn. Like for me before, I mean, I still don't really know what like it. It, it can be debated what the show is actually about. But the first few seasons, I thought like every season was kind of focusing on like a different aspect of Hollywood. Yeah. Like you had the whole like Hank hippopotamus thing, and then you know, like, I think that we need to be careful what we say about Hollywood because we all eat off of their scraps. <laughs> <laughs> this what are you gonna say, Ronnie? If we don't get any calls <laughs> on Discord, can we take some questions from the chat? Uh, yeah, we'll take a few questions from the chat. One shout out to Lauren who says that up in her area of. Uh, the world uh, consent is sixteen. I think the same thing is true for Indiana. Actually, like with parent, like if your it's parents 15 like fifteen in the Czech Republic, what? fifteen in Czech Republic, which is look, man, I can't. Uh, yeah, that's uh, Chelsea. You that, should yeah. Chelsea. You should watch the show. Yeah, you should. Um, you should definitely watch the show. Eighteen, even eighteen makes sense, but no. Funniest line in the Come show. Come on, it's hard, to, it's hard to think of the funniest line. I really like when what John age was, is supposed to make sense? Then we <laughs> all know when you had sex. <laughs> oh, do I, we I, all I don't. I don't. I don't know. I think you were fourteen, weren't you? <laughs> uh, 12. 14? Fourteen. 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 And we'll split the difference. It was thirteen. Ah, hey, Madre. So, uh, you, what were you saying about <laughs> not my penis? I was saying, I fell in uh, love at thirteen, and I'm still penis. in love with her. Damn. <laughs> I was saying something like, 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 I think the funniest lines in BoJack were, but it's hard to remember specific ones. I really liked when Todd was talking to uh, Princess Carolyn about, like, do you think Lake Erie is jealous of Lake Superior? <laughs> She's like, Todd, Lake's don't have feelings. And she's like, what about Ricky Lake? <laughs> <laughs> so stupid, but I, I just think it's good. Yes. It's the best. Dude, uh, I, I love fucking Aaron Paul, because Aaron Paul like pulls that shit off yes, so well. Yes, yes. <laughs> so what you're saying is that Aaron Paul is great at playing stoners. Because yes. of, you know, Todd yeah, and dude. also Jesse Pinkman. I have, I love Aaron Paul. I love you, bro. If you see this, just just know that I love you. Hey, Aaron Paul, you um, are the shit. We got a, we got a couple. Yeah. Shoot off a question. What do we got for we questions? We got a couple questions. Uh, favorite season and also best celebrity cameo. I'm going to say best. Margot Martin. Oh, I was going to say. Uh, Margot Martin. Rami Malik. Rami Malik in the last yeah. season. No, but I also oh. liked. Uh, but but Rami Malik like wasn't. Pl- yeah, yeah. Like well, he wasn't playing himself, himself though. Oh, oh. Cool. Well, Jessica well, Biel, maybe. Yeah. What was the? Jessica Leave it. Abby Abby's voice from Alana from Broad City. She was in there. Her voice. I love her voice. Yeah. But but no. What was the the lady with the show like that we thought was going to be a crime drama, but it was like a booty the booty the booty judge Felicity Huffman. God. Oh, we got calls down there now? Yeah. Uh, favorite season? No. No calls. Favorite season? Um, the last I, season. I, yeah, I kind of want to just say season it just five. Keeps it, it's, it keeps getting yeah, better. Yeah, it just keeps getting What's better. Season one? I think the free churro season, all that shit, when everything went down, I was like, wow. Like, that was one of my favorite seasons. Uh, yeah. Season four is the first time I cried in the show when I was watching by myself. Which moment? The very end when he smiles after talking to Hollyhock. Oh yeah! It's like the first happy ending in the show, and I was like, "Damn!" I actually, I really, really, really enjoy Hollyhock as a character. I'm an older brother, and I really kind of enjoy like the older brother younger sister like dichotomy there. So I, I I really dig that. It's a very important relationship, and I really like that Bojack has that going. I don't like that he fucked it up, and I don't like that in season five he fucked it up even more. Look, having a little sister is like having a permanent slave servant, and you need to be nice <laughs> to your permanent slave servant so that you guys have a strong relationship forever. That's just a fact. My favorite wife of Mr. PB is probably Jessica Biel. Yeah. that Hall- I'm going to rewatch that Halloween episode tonight. That one was so good. Was and the joke's in the, the back to Hurley. Hurley oh, as the fucking as Shrek. <laughs> So many good ones. Well, guys, no one's calling in, and we are at the one hour and two minute mark. Tragic poet. No one is saying that stoners are not productive. It was we're just talking about. No, no, no. uh, And to be very specific, there is 
I think um I think this happens on I can't Steve. remember what show it is. I think it might be South Park where someone's just like when like smoking weed won't make you lazy or anything like that, but like smoking a shit ton of weed can make you complacent with your point in life and not wanting to move past that. And that's when people say stoners. I think that that's what they mean. Are people that's just like I'm okay with this and don't really want to move too far forward. And you see that a lot with Todd. It takes him forever to get off his ass and get out of the house, but he does it eventually. It's just a fucking slow move. That's all. Um, but I don't that that makes that. sense, actually. There's, if you do anything to excess, it's bad. I I have some depressing quotes to read. Can I read them? Oh yeah, go for show? it. When you look at someone through rose-colored glasses, all the red flags just look like flags. Oh, Fucking Wanda! God, that, really, yeah. that was oh. so good. Oh yeah, like Lisa. Aware Cooper. of someone's flaws, but not how deep it would mean to you. Go on, on, on that that one. That one was so good too, because like. Fuck, you don't man. you don't see the flags till hindsight. Yeah, yeah. And you're just like, oh yeah. yeah. God, I got the good person. And I, I I love the mulch bag joke too. It was, yes, it was yes. Late, but I was... love that joke because we're both stupid. We're like dumbass, <laughs> long ass, no point jokes. You already mentioned this, Chris, but when Diane says, "I don't believe in if you're real good deep down," I kind of think all you are is just the things that you do. Yep, which, which is accurate. To live by. Todd, maybe I just need to stop expecting you to be a good person, so that way I won't get hurt when you're not. Yeah. Oh God! There's, there's a lot. I, I I don't want to read them all, but I just I I, I have some <sighs> depressing quotes. If if anybody all. out there in the chat hasn't seen the show, pour yourself a glass of scotch and please start. Yes. This is this is one of the best shows ever made, and it uh, it's underrated as fuck. But I yeah. think this is a very 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 important show for this like entire millennium. Oh yeah, it's and, fucking good. Oh, it's really good for our generation too, with all of our depression and fucked up shit. Oh, you want to say something? I'm about to turn everybody off. What you Would you say? like to explain to people for next time how they can reach out to us and yeah. call us? Asking about the call again. Can you explain okay. it before we go? Yeah, guys. Before we go, uh, we're going to be doing this next Friday, so you'll have a chance to discuss whatever we're talking about and to call in. How you do that is by joining our Discord, and then you go into the Discord has a little whole bunch of names of different shows and shit. Scroll all the way down to the bottom. There's a voice chat. That voice chat says the queue. If you sit in the queue, it was made by a European person obviously if you sit in the queue I will grab you from the queue and pull you down into the podcast and we can talk triggered we know how to do things better triggered. than Americans it's uh, not we, my what? fault we, okay guys with that being said we're up out of here it's the talking normies podcast I hope you had fun with the whole full house I'm gonna figure out a way to have this set up perfect later on in the future but thanks guys thanks for hanging out a lot Music movies too.